Every ending is a new beginning. As 2023 ends, let's find what to be thankful for and the lessons we have learned to make 2024 the best year of our lives. As we wave goodbye to 2023, let's jump into the key lessons and joys it brought. I'll share these insights along with some of my personal goals for 2024. My aim is to ignite inspiration and empower you on your journey into the new year. Overlooking the chance to pause, reflect, and look ahead might mean missing out on valuable insights and also opportunities that could shape our future, your future. Remember, those who start their year with a clear vision and plan are significantly more likely to succeed. In fact, research suggests that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals when you do this. Let's embrace this opportunity and set our intentions for a remarkable 2024. I am Constantin Moroon, a neuroencoding and transformational growth specialist. My own journey overcoming a lifelong battle with depression, anxiety, burnout, and the 10 thieves of our dreams, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, self-doubt, stress, and overwhelm forms the cornerstone of my two plus decades in personal and professional development. This firsthand experience has deeply shaped my approach to empowering others, empowering you. In my diverse career, I've held numerous leadership and change roles within the corporate and coaching worlds. Combined with my degree in mathematics and expertise as a licensed neuroencoding specialist, I bring to the table a unique blend of practical life strategies and neuropsychological insights. Having guided countless individuals on similar paths, my mission is to empower and guide you in discovering your why, rewiring your brain, and overcoming limiting beliefs to unlock your full potential. And as someone who is still on this transformative journey, I warmly invite you to join me in this process of growth and self-discovery. Together, let's embark on a transformative journey to break free from the barriers holding you back stepping into a life filled with purpose, fulfillment, abundance, and joy. You might be thinking, how does reflecting on 2023 help with 2024? Or perhaps setting goals for the new year seems unrealistic. Or you're unsure where to start or feel demotivated due to the challenges of the past year. I know it hasn't been easy for most of us. You may believe you don't have time for this or are hesitant because past failures showed up in your goal setting. Some of you might even question the point of setting goals in such an unpredictable world that we live in. The good news though, you are not alone. You see, I understand how you feel as I've been there myself. I appreciate there is doubt and concern. Trust me, I've been there so many times in my life and I see so many people struggling with that. It's natural to question the value of reflection and goal setting. But through my experience, I have found powerful ways to connect past lessons to future successes, to set realistic and adaptable goals that truly resonate with what you want in life and where you want to go. Let me guide you through turning these hesitations into powerful steps for a fulfilling 2024. You see, we often overlook the everyday blessings in our lives. And I admit, I have been guilty of that. And I have been guilty of this for most of my life. But 2023 has been a transformative teacher, showing me the profound impact of embracing gratitude 
and recognizing the value in every single moment. This realization has reshaped my perspective and I'm excited to share with you the top 10 things from this year that I'm deeply thankful for. You see, at number one, of course, is my family. I wouldn't be here standing in front of you right now if it wasn't for my loving family and their support. And that includes my two amazing dogs. My home, if I didn't have this roof over my head, again, I wouldn't be able to be here to talk to you. Food and water, this is something I took for granted most of my life. You see, I go upstairs to my kitchen, open the fridge, put a glass next to the tap water that's filtered in my fridge and just get fresh water and drink, not even giving it a second thought. But last year in 2022, I went to Ecuador on a mental health retreat. And what I've realized there is that not everyone is so fortunate to have drinkable water. And of course, it wasn't the first time I've noticed that I've been to Mexico, I've been to parts of Africa and other parts of the world where water is not so easily available. But it never dawned on me that I was taking it for granted. And understanding the value of us having water at our fingertips, the blessings that bring into our life, wow, that has been transformational. And of course, the food as well. I mean, a lot of us struggle because of the economy, because of the world. But then there are people in so many parts of the world that don't even know where their next meal is going to come from. So for us to take it for granted, wow, right? That, that left a lasting impression on me. My number four on the list is my work with Microsoft in the corporate world. You see, I'm so grateful to have an opportunity to work for an amazing company like Microsoft that has a mission to empower every individual and organization in the world to achieve more. And I get to impact people through my work there. But also it enables me to be able to sit in front of you and have this beautiful conversation with you to have this podcast. So number five, of course, is the podcast, Unleash Thyself. And this podcast wouldn't be here without you, the audience. You come in right at six, because you're tied to the podcast, you're tied to me right now. And I want to truly thank you for being here, for showing up, for investing in yourself. So thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I cannot wait to see all the amazing things you will accomplish in the coming years and what we will accomplish together. Of course, number seven on my list is friends and new friends I have met in 2023. You see, one of the things I didn't realize when starting this podcast was that I was about to make so many new friends that I never thought possible. In fact, I've lost count of how many friends I've made from the guests that have been on my show, from the hosts that had me as a guest on their show, and of course, from you, the audience. I mean, I've had people in the audience reach out and now we have become friends. And that's all in one year. In fact, not even because the podcast went live in May, right? And now we're just in December. And then, of course, number eight is getting the opportunity to execute on my mission. And my mission to remind you or my why or my purpose is to inspire, empower, guide, and support individuals on their life journey so they too can find joy, abundance, and fulfillment in life and make their world a better place. I get to execute this not only in this podcast, but also in my corporate job with Microsoft, but also in my personal life and every engagement I have. I now approach every situation with a mindset of, can I inspire? Can I empower? Can I guide or support you in whatever it is that you do, which makes me a better listener, a better communicator, a more empathic and compassionate person. It transformed my life. 
And now at number nine, we have getting the opportunity to work with so many amazing coaches and mentors. You see, 2023 wasn't just a year when I started to take coaching and mentorship seriously by taking on clients and starting to formalize my program. No, it was also the year where I got very serious and invested a significant amount of time and money into my own mentorship and to my own coaching. I've worked over 2023 with almost 10 different people. Some I worked for short periods of time because there were specific programs and challenges I wanted to overcome and others I have a long-term commitment with multi-year. So going to 2024, I have at least four people I call either mentors or coaches in my corner, helping me navigate my blind spots and of course, navigate my vision and my life. I couldn't do it without them. And of course, everyone else that I mentioned above, like my family, my coworkers at Microsoft, and of course, you, the audience. And lastly on my list is getting the opportunity to coach and mentor to inspire and empower, to guide and support so many beautiful souls in one-on-one settings or group coachings. You see, I've only recently started doing that and I'm seeing massive, massive impacts in the lives of people. Within weeks, they're telling me, hey, Constantine, I can't believe this is working so amazingly. It's better than anything I've done in my life. And now I have a better outlook on life. I feel less stressed. I feel less overwhelmed. I feel less anxious. I'm able to overcome now procrastination and hesitation and I don't fear failure as much. I don't have as much self-doubt and I don't lack motivation anymore. Wow, this is amazing. And you see, that may sound like bragging, but to me, that's like music to my ears because that's a testament to what I've been doing for myself to those close to me. But now I can extend that to people I've only met during these coaching programs. So what I'm trying to tell you is that there are ways to approach challenges in your life to overcome them and get further faster. There are ways, many ways, not just my way or the neuroencoding way or a specific way. There's many ways. Find what works for you and toss out the rest. So now that we looked at 10 of the things I'm grateful for, and again, I mean, I had them in an order because I had to share them with you, but they're all very, very important. And there's many more things I can be grateful for that I haven't put on this list. Now, the reason I shared that with you is because I want you to feel inspired, to look back and say, what can I be grateful for in 2023, despite how hard it might have been? Because you see, 2023 was the year I overcame depression for good. I didn't realize I was depressed, not just in 2022, but like for a good 10, 15, maybe even 20 years. 2023 is the year I also overcame anxiety and burnout and stress, despite working more hours than ever before, because of course I have my corporate job, but also invest in the podcast and the coaching. And because I'm bringing it all through my mission, through my why, through my purpose, I get to enjoy all of it. I get to find fulfillment in every aspect of my life. Wow, it's been transformation. And I want the same for you. This is the message I want to leave you with. I want the same for you. Now, speaking of that, let's look now at 10 lessons I've personally took from 2023. And while these lessons weren't necessarily things that were new to me in 2023, this is the year where they become, became very, very apparent and they shown their importance to me. And again, not an exhaustive list. It's not in any particular order, but rather how I've remembered these important lessons. Lesson number one, the power of vulnerability. You see, when I started the podcast and I started guesting on other shows and I started posting social media content, I was brand new to all of this. I mean, 
my social media presence was that I had a LinkedIn account where I would post my certifications to, and that's pretty much it. And then I had a Facebook account where I posted last time, I think sometime in 2022 about um, one of my dogs winning a big competition in the States. That's it. That was my social media presence. I haven't done videos. I haven't made posts. I haven't done any of that in a long time, decade plus perhaps. So now I had to relearn all of it. I had to put myself out there. And at first I was scared. I'm like, what would people think of me? Oh, you know, who am I to be doing this, right? All the self-doubt, the lack of self-confidence, that negative talk that comes up. And I wasn't necessarily myself at the beginning because you see most of my life, I have lived with what's called different or multiple personalities, meaning that at work, I would show up one way. In certain groups in my life, I would show up one way. And then of course, in my personal life with my very close family and friends, I would be you know, the true Constantine, the cheerful guy, this person that shares this amazing stuff with you right now with a smile on my face and a big heart and can joke around. But it wasn't always me. So what I have found is that vulnerability actually is what brought so many people closer to me and it brought me closer to people. When I started sharing my story, my battles with depression, my battles with anxiety, burnout and stress, people were like, wow, I can relate to the story. If he can go live on a stream or he can record the video with a podcaster and share his story so vulnerably, what's stopping me from sharing what I've gone through? So maybe I can get a bit of relief and can help others overcome. Which leads me to my next point, which is the power of authenticity. They go hand in hand because you see, you can be your authentic self without being vulnerable. And being vulnerable is not about putting your shells down, allowing everyone else to beat you up and, and find things to use against you. No, it's about being true to who you are at your core. And I point to my heart and I tap on my heart as I say this, for those who don't see the video, because from your heart is where you're becoming authentic, not from your mind, because you see your mind is full of indoctrination, full of what others believe you should be doing and shouldn't be doing. So for me, the power of vulnerability and authenticity have been foundational in my success on this platform and other platforms in not necessarily just the success, but also my progression as a human being, as a soul on this planet, my personal transformation, my self-discovery. I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be the person I am today without this. Which brings me to point number three, synchronicity versus coincidence. You see, for the first time in my life, I kind of grappled with this idea in 2022, but it came to, let's call it ahead, in 2023, because I've come to realize that anything that we call coincidence in our life, it's actually more of a synchronicity, meaning that the universe synchronizes with you. And of course, if you're not spiritual, this may sound woo-woo, but start to pay attention on what you may call a coincidence and see how it shows up in your life. Because what I've come to realize is that when I will see coincidence in the past, I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. That's a funny coincidence. And now I see them all the time and I'm like, ah, oh, this is a synchronicity. I'm working on myself, I'm bettering myself, and things are starting to align. New people start to come into my life, situations start to come up, and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful how things align. So I highly, highly encourage you to start paying a bit more attention to that. Number four on my list is trust in self. What does it mean? Well, trust in self is trusting in the power you hold within, in your heart, in your soul. Not necessarily, again, what's coming up in our brain, because you see, I was full, full, full of self-doubt and full of a lack of self-confidence. Before I started the podcast, I had thoughts like, who am I 
to bring a show to the world? Who am I to interview these amazing people and bring the stories? Who am I to step in front of the microphone and camera to share my story and my knowledge? And all of that was just part of all programming. Because you see, when I grew up, I wasn't allowed to be myself. Because I grew up in Eastern Europe during a time of scarcity and fear and everything that's negative. And it wasn't that people were looking to keep me small, to keep me from being the true Constantine. No, it was because they knew that if some people were themselves, they would get in trouble. They would be put in jail. They would be even killed in some situations, right? So why risk it to be yourself when you can just follow a path that others have been on and it's been safe? And I put quotation marks there. So trust in yourself, trust that you know the answers. And the lesson that goes with this here is the idea that I used to be like most of you looking outwards for answers. I would look at my parents, my teachers, my managers, my coworkers, as if they knew all the answers. So they don't go to podcasts, to videos. And I would second guess myself, but yet I would trust many people. Of course, some things will come through because the power of self, the power of your heart is much stronger than we think. And then we realize, so of course, some things come through. But when I made that connection and I started to trust more and more in myself, and of course, there's still more work to do in that area for me, everything changed for the better. Which leads me into point number five, which is the importance of self-care. What is self-care? What is self-love? What is all of that? You see, I'm still learning a lot of it. And it's been kind of like a yo-yo game, meaning that, you know, sometimes I give myself enough time for self-care. Other times I forget and I go back to old patterns. And I've come to realize later in 2023, the self-care is one of the most important aspects of your life. Because you see, if you don't give yourself time for yourself, who will? Who will give you time? And self-care is about giving yourself time to do things you enjoy, to recharge, to reconnect, to dive in and do self-discovery. That could be working with coaches and mentors, but it also be setting up practices. Gratitude, meditation, we'll talk about in a second. Um, going to the spa if you want. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a man and I go to a spa every month or so to just enjoy the hot tubs and the cold plunges and the saunas to recharge, to give me a chance to reflect and give me a chance to meditate. And that's part of my self-care routine, right? What is your self-care routine? And of course, mine is more expansive, but we'll delve into that later. So following the importance of self-care for me is, of course, number six, power of gratitude. And we talked about that above as I shared with you 10 things I'm grateful for. And I cannot express this enough. And you can look at the episode that we did a couple months ago on gratitude, and you can see all the research shown out there. When you lead a life with gratitude first, more abundance will come into your life, more joy, more fulfillment. Everything will get better because you start to come from a positive mindset, not a negative mindset. That's what you're doing. You're prepping yourself to approach every day with a positive attitude. Yes, terrible things will happen. Yes, there will be things that will break your heart and you will cry. You will lose people because death is inevitable for all of us, right? Breakups are inevitable. People will move across the country or the continent or continents. Things will happen. But if you're better prepared for it, you're not going to be pulled to the bottom of the pool, so to speak. Which then leads me to power of meditation, which is number seven. You see, this is one I'm still figuring out for myself what's best for me. I meditate. I have morning and evening routines for meditation. There are days when I get too tired and forget and I don't prioritize it as part of the self-care. But most days I do bring meditation in, either in nature, either in my office, in my bedroom. Like I mentioned at the spa, when I go, I try to meditate in as many areas as I, as I can. It's all about reflection and allowing yourself to 
clear things up and see what comes. Number eight, Armani, so this was a huge, huge lesson for me. And that's why I'm sharing with you and I have been sharing for quite a while now. And that's why my coaching and mentorship has been so successful. It's the importance of your psychology. And what do I mean by psychology? It's the thoughts you have about yourself, about others, and about the world at large. Because you see, you may want to apply an amazing mindset that you've seen an athlete or an A-lister have, or someone that you respect in your life, and you want to take their mindset because they've shared exactly what they do, and you want to apply it on your life. And then you realize that, you know what, the first two weeks are amazing, and then you start self-sabotaging, you start falling apart, and you're like, I followed every step. How come they get to be successful and have abundance and I don't? Well, one of the reasons is your psychology, your foundation. You see, you don't have their thoughts about themselves. You don't have their thoughts about others. You don't have their thoughts about the world. You have your own, right? Because you have your own lessons and everything else that happened in life. So if you want to have a better mindset, it starts with the foundation, which is the psychology. Imagine a scenario in which I want to build this amazing, beautiful home. So I'm buying a property that's 100 years old, about to fall apart. I level it and I don't touch the foundation. I build on top of that weak foundation, that 100-year-old foundation. What is going to happen there? Of course, you know the answer to that. So the psychology is your foundation, the thoughts you have about yourself. So how do you talk to yourself? For example, me, I used to be someone that would say, oh, I can't believe I'm such a procrastinator. I can't believe I'm so stupid. Ah, oh, I can't believe I made that mistake. Ah, oh, and beat myself up and get into this pattern where no matter how much I achieved, no matter how successful I was, no matter how much there was to celebrate, I would always look at the glass half empty and be like, well, that part is empty. Got to fill it up. I would look at my to-do list and be like, wow, I've done 10 things, but these three items, I haven't done them. So I have to beat myself up over it and regret and overwhelm myself. And it all changed when I started to challenge my thoughts. And we're going to have dedicated episodes that will talk about this. And of course, you can always reach out to me if you want to work with me so you can overcome this and get further faster quickly. Now, the thoughts about others, right? If you're someone that goes into your work meetings and you have preconceived ideas about everyone else and you want to pick a fight with everyone else and you, you have thoughts and beliefs about everyone around you, how do you think that's going to show up and everything else that you get at work in your life. How about the world around you? What if you surround yourself with negative news? And most news is negative, unfortunately. How How is your life going to show up? What if you listen to, let's say, murder mystery shows all the time, and you know all you have in your field is murder this, murder that, evil this, evil that. How is that going to impact you? Just think about it. Because see, and I mentioned this many times, and I'll mention it again, your thoughts, so your psychology, right? Your thoughts lead to your feelings and then your feelings lead to your actions and your actions lead to your results. So if you want better results, you need better actions. So if I want better actions, then I need better feelings, but I can't make feelings out of thin air. I can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to be happy, go lucky type person. It all starts with my thoughts and my beliefs. If those are not good and whatever good means for you, then guess what? It cannot lead to good feelings, which it cannot lead to good actions, which cannot lead to good results. So think about it. Again, look at what Einstein said. <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Don't be like that. Of course, your thoughts are influenced by your environment, but you have no control over what happens in your environment. You have control over how you approach the environment yourself. And that's something that we can discuss later. But start with your thoughts and your beliefs. So now number nine on my list is the importance of working on self, 
tied to self-care to some degree, tied into the psychology. But what I mean here is specifically around the emotional part of you. You see, I've been struggling with my weight on and off most of my life. I've been very fit and I've been overweight. And I've been very fit and I've been overweight and going up and down. And I didn't realize that in my case, there, were a lot, there was a lot of emotional baggage from my younger years that I can't even remember. And I had to really dig deep to do a lot of work to overcome some of those emotional challenges. I'm still in the process of doing that months later, but I'm already seeing a huge progress into how I approach my life and especially my nutrition, my weight from a more solid foundation. So the importance of looking at your emotions and working with them and sitting with them and allowing them to come up, I cannot stress it enough. And it's a painful, painful process, more painful for some than others, but it's such an important step. And last one on the list. And again, I could have added 50 things on this list, but I want to keep it at 10. Number 10 on this list is staying in your zone of genius. What do I mean by this? You see, most of us have things that we're really good at. And then we want to achieve something. And we realize that we need to do 10 other things that we're not necessarily great at. So we can learn to do them, right? Or we can start delegating to other people. Now, sometimes we don't have the resources to delegate to others, so we have to do them ourselves, which is what I found myself when I started the podcast. I had a very small budget, but I said, you know what? What are some things that I can definitely not do? And it would take me too much time. So building a website, for example, was on that list. So I delegated it to someone else. I paid a small, small amount of money and I got the website. I said in my zone of genius, which was interviewing people, having conversations, preparing the written content for the podcast and whatnot. That's what I mean by this. When you stay in your zone of genius, which ties to your why and your purpose a lot more, you start to find more joy and fulfillment in your life and you're going to have a much bigger impact everywhere else. So now that you saw the lessons in this, you saw a lot of them tie, of course, to the, to the gratitude piece. But I want to remind you that most of us need someone in their corner, someone to hold them accountable, someone to help them see their blind spots, someone to be there for them when no one else is. Well, that's me for many of my clients. So if you feel like you need someone like that in your life, hit me up at Constantine at unleashedyself.com. I offer a complimentary half an hour conversation. And my goal in the conversation is not to sell you anything, but give you as much value as I can. And then if it means that we get to work together, fine. If not, I can see who else can help you. And at least you get some value out of it. Now that we've talked about what I'm grateful for, the lessons I've learned, or some of the bigger lessons I've learned, let's take a look at some of my goals for 2024 in the hopes that I can inspire you to look at setting up your own goals after you reflect on your 2023. Now, again, these goals that I'm going to share with you are part of my big vision and they're high level. And what I do is I take a high level goal and I use journaling and other tools to break the goal down into actionable steps with clear checkpoints, with flexibility and lots of celebration. And we talked about intention versus expectation in the previous episodes. So go back there and check that out because it's all about setting goals and a vision and intentions for the new year. And once you have the high level, break it down to small parts, we're going to talk about the high level today. So another thing I want to mention really quick is that when you're looking at setting up your goals, like I've done here, 
there are many ways in which you can measure. There are quantitative ways, you can put numbers, percentages, fractions, but there are also qualitative ways. Both are very important, but most people forget to look at the qualitative aspect of it. And you'll see examples of it as we go through this. And of course, as we go through this, I'll give you a bit of anecdotal information around them so you can see how this may apply to your life. Because again, the reason I'm sharing this with you is to hopefully inspire you and empower you on your beautiful journey. Now, number one on my list, of course, and I would imagine this would be number one on most people's list if they knew their why, their purpose, their mission in life. For me, is to continue to bring my why, my purpose in everything that I do, from my corporate job to my personal projects, such as my coaching and mentorship, this podcast, and of course, my personal life, all the relationships with people in my immediate family, to people in my friend circle, to people in my various groups like soccer groups and other groups as well. Now, why do I want to bring this everywhere? Well, for me, it's very simple. What I've seen in 2023 is that when I lead with my why, when I lead with my purpose, there's more joy, there's more abundance, there's more fulfillment. For me, it's a no-brainer. Why would I not want to lead with that? And if I can't find a connection between my why and whatever is that I'm doing in life, that means that there will be a disconnect there. And perhaps I have to reconsider if I want to invest my time or resources into that activity. Number two on my list is the idea of formalizing and launching my group coaching offerings and courses. So as I mentioned already, I'm working with people on one-on-one coachings. That's going to be formalized very soon here. But in the new year, and this is a Q1, as I call it, you know, January to March goal is I need to formalize and launch my group coaching offerings and courses. Because you see, my desire is to impact as many people as possible. And I'm one person wearing many hats and I can't really scale up if I'm just helping people one-on-one. I want to be able to help people transform their lives and have a greater impact in the world around them. And of course, the world at large. And how do I do that? By scaling up through group coachings and of course, courses. Now, number three on my list, and this is where you come in, is about fostering a deeper connection with you, my audience, through interactive workshops. You see, this is high level. What does it mean? If we break it down further, it could be that I want to have at least one quarterly, so for this year, workshops. It could be a live webinar. It could be a live stream where I get to interact with you, the audience. And again, it's about answering questions, about giving you value to help you on the path you're on. Number four on my list, and this is a big one, and you may wonder, where does he find the time? Well, you know, we'll talk about it another time. But I want to launch a second podcast dedicated to mental health and psychology. You see, looking back at how I got to where I am today and how I sit in front of you right now talking about this, it's been because I was able to overcome my mental health challenges and understand my psychology and work with it to set the strong foundations. But you see, I've also realized that throughout my life, I've seen so many people in my immediate family, my friends, my coworkers struggle with mental health, be it depression, anxiety, burnout, stress, hesitation, self-doubt. There's so much fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, fear of the unknown, fear of judgment, so much going on around. So I want to be a, a messenger. I want to be someone that inspires and empowers people because you see, I've learned so much. I've been able to overcome all these challenges learn a lot of tools that work, and then I've been able to help others do the same. So why not create 
a place that's dedicated to just this aspect of mental health and psychology. And it's such a dear subject to me because of the struggles I've gone through and the struggles of so many people around me, be it in my corporate career. And I've seen it everywhere from, you know, my job at Microsoft, but also the, the jobs my friends have at Amazon and Google and smaller companies. And then of course I've seen it in, in blue collar jobs as well and all the other white collar jobs and everything in between. No one is really safe from this because life happens, because life is tough, because others do not teach us and do not show us how to overcome this. So I want to be a voice for change in that regard. So speaking of that, that brings us to number five about giving back. So you see, I'm learning so much and part of my mission is to give back, right? So I will be delivering mental health related workshops in my corporate job as a way of giving back and helping other depressed, anxious, burnt out and stressed colleagues, but also expanding on that and providing workshops in different communities locally, but also virtually having programs. And this expands on those deeper connections with you, the audience through interactive workshops. And then of course, leads me to number six. I absolutely will continue working with my own coaches and my mentors to reach the next levels in my life, because I don't want to navigate life without accountability, without someone there to, to check my blind spots and say, Hey, Constantine, you said you're going to do something and you didn't. Let's take a look at why not. Right. And I've now realized the power of having someone in my corner. So I don't want to let everyone go and do it on my own because life is not meant to be done on your own. Find people that will be in your corner. And yes, some of these coaches and mentors are just friends, really good friends. And there won't be a cost associated with it. Some I will pay for because I value their expertise at time and the programs they have. Not to say that, of course, my friends don't deserve to be paid for, but it's a different type of relationship. So I encourage you to find similar things in your life. Now, number seven on my list is continue with my physical transformation and build on everything that I have learned in 2023. You see, I will talk about this more in a later episode. I feel like I've finally made some breakthroughs in my emotional pillar to be able to start overcoming my emotional eating, overcoming all those limiting beliefs and stresses that would allow me to self-sabotage myself when I would start something good. And I've made some really good progress in 2023. And I'm so excited for 2024 because I know it's the year of my big, big physical transformation. And of course, you'll get to witness this because you get to see me if you're watching this. And if you're not watching this, you can get you get to go to social media and see my face and see my transformation. Number eight on my list is guesting on more podcasts. And some of you may have heard me or seen me on other podcasts. I've been on over 40 shows in 2023 alone. And keep in mind, I'm someone that's never been on a podcast in my life before. And I only started going on podcasts kind of like halfway through this year. And in 2024, I plan on being on at least 10 to 12 shows every month, not every month, but every quarter, right? So at least another 40 in the year. But then this is tied to public speaking as well. You see, I've come to realize that what I have learned, what I get to share with you in the context of a podcast also gets to be very, very valuable in person or virtually what I could do public speaking. And that's on my list. I have a lot of ground to cover together and there's many other steps I have to break this down into, but that's a big part of my list. Number nine on my list kind of goes with my own growth and transformation. Continue my studies in neuropsychology and neuroencoding and bring more of that in all aspects of my life, my podcast, my coaching, everything else. Because you see, I've come to realize how important the psychology is 
more this year than ever before. And I've always been fascinated and passionate about psychology, but this year has been like nothing else. And 2024 is going to be transformational from the regard. And lastly, number 10 on my list for 2024, I want to take on a few more clients in one-on-one coaching programs like my Purpose to Action 12-week program in which we not just reboot and rewire your brain and overcome challenges like the ones I mentioned, but also look at finding your why, your purpose, and bringing more of it into your life. Or programs like Reboot or or rather, Reboot and Rewire Your Brain, which is a six-week program. Now, of course, I'm, as I said, you know, I'm looking forward to taking more clients in group coachings as well, as well as in, in my courses. So those are my 10 items for my goals for 2024. Lots of big goals in there, right? Well, the next step for me here is, and I've done a lot of this work already, is to break each of these down into their smaller components. Look at quantitative and qualitative goals to go with them and intentions around it, not expectations, intentions. So I encourage you to take a small immediate action to look at what you're grateful for, to look at what the lessons are from 2023 and look at how those can help you set some goals for 2024. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys so they too can transform. This is Konstantin Morun, your companion on this voyage towards empowerment, reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And as always, we cannot do it alone. So let's do it together. Thank you.